y'all going massive and crew it's your boy drew welcome to another edition of the grateful yardy podcast uh, talking professional wrestling upon the ends roadman edition of the podcast keeping it hands free and safe as usual but before we jump into this episode you can always find us on twitter that is the wrestling 99 on instagram drew underscore wrestling 99 facebook page facebook.com the grateful yardy and grateful is spelled gr the number eight f u l and if you want to go a little old school and hit me with that electronical mail that is mr drew wrestling 99 at gmail.com all right i've been gone for a while so a lot of things have transpired in the world of professional wrestling So I'm going to start with happy anniversary to Impact slash TNA slash Global Force slash whatever NWA TNA. The amount of different names that this promotion has had over their 20 years. But they're known now as Impact Wrestling. And they celebrated to the day, June 19, 2002 is when they launched in Huntsville, Alabama. And the first match was the Flying Elvises going up against AJ Styles, Loki, and Jerry Lynn. I haven't watched the full um, the full pay per view of Slammiversary. From what I heard, it was a great show. They did a lot of things with people from the past, but it was done tastefully. And the viral moment was AJ Styles gave a, a little video to celebrate TNA and pretty much putting TNA over for making him the professional wrestler that he is today. Um, over the years with Impact Wrestling, we have seen good, we have seen bad, we have seen hella ugly. The ugly is the people weren't getting paid. The ugly was creatively, it, was, it sucked. Remember, if you go back in your DeLorean, Vince bought WCW and ECW in 2001. So there wasn't really an alternative for wrestling fans out there. Yeah, New Japan was out there. Yeah, All Japan was out there. Your little little indie shows were, were out there. But on a national or even international stage, there wasn't really anything out there to quench a wrestler or quench wrestling fans' thirst outside of the world wrestling entertainment. So, Jeff and Jerry Jarrett, father and son, come together and they said, why don't we start a local wrestling thing? And they do. And it's on weekly pay-per-views. So you have to spend $9.99. I was doing alternative means for a long time, folks. I've been on the, a wave of alternative means. Shh, don't tell nobody. Um, so, that's how TNA or NWA TNA started. And I was there from day one because it was something different to watch. They had the X division. They were introducing new new guys. Yeah, you had the, the, the some of the WCW holdovers like Jeff Jarrett, but we saw the emergence of Ron the Truth Killings as NWA champion. We saw Sonny Siaki. We saw a young AJ Styles. We saw Loki. Even CM Punk had a cup of coffee in, in NWA TNA. But the thing was, 
when Dixie Carter got her hands on it, and somebody made a great point recently I was listening to, said that the diff, why AEW will succeed over why TNA is where it, or Impact Wrestling is where it's at right now, is the fact that who is ahead at that time of Impact Wrestling, they were on Spike TV, all this stuff, the fact they weren't wrestling fans, so they didn't know how to procure and save the sanctity of what professional wrestling is. That was Dixie Carter. Because I think the decline, for me personally, the decline of Impact, TNA, whatever you want to call it, was when they went out and signed Hulk Hogan and Bischoff in 2010. Because months before that, you had Desmond Wolf, a.k.a. Nigel McGuinness, was there. Having amazing matches with Kurt Angle. Actually telling decent stories. And that's when I was really hooked into, into TNA. I was really hooked into it when I saw Nigel McGuinness show up. Samoa Joe was still doing his thing. AJ Styles was still doing their thing. But I think that's where the decline happened. The emergence of, of Robert Roode as the longest reigning TNA champion. It, it, the, the list goes on and on and on. But I think that one crucial mistake... Not bringing in somebody that understood and had a love for the business of professional wrestling. That's what kind of soured a lot of people on Impact Wrestling. I'm glad where it is today because, to be honest with you, it's an alternative that I tune into from time to time. That if I don't want to really watch anything that WWE is having to offer... I don't really want to watch what's going on with AEW from time to time. Maybe I just want something that is easy, light, ready to go. Kind of know who's on top, who's going to be there, etc., etc. The storylines are pretty decent. So, kudos to TNA for for a company that said people said that wouldn't last three months, six months, a year, five years, ten years to last twenty years, and still going strong with uh, the amount of different owners, money issues, etc., etc. To actually even go through during the pandemic era of wrestling and actually do something. So kudos to them. It's like any other business. There's going to be ebbs and flows. You're not always going to be on top. You're not always going to turn a profit. But for TNA to be stable and an alternative and a place for wrestlers, male, female, or anything else, they can look at a TNA and be like, you know what, or Impact Wrestling and be like, you know what, there's a place I can go and rejuvenate my career. You look at um, Drew McIntyre, went there, rejuvenated his career. Now he's a top guy in WWE. Bobby Lashley, same thing, went, left WWE, went to TNA and rejuvenated his career. Like you look more recently with um, William Morrissey, did the same thing. Because something like I look at TNA as that place where guys and girls can go there, actually find out what their character, what what they're trying to portray, and see if it works and see if it gets over. And if it gets over there, like look at Moose. People don't remember that Moose was like a nobody in Ring of Honor. Now he's one of the top stars in in arguably in professional wrestling. So. I'm happy that TNA, Impact Wrestling, 
is still here. It's still going strong. And, I, and here's cheers from the Grateful Yardy Podcast for another 20 years into the future. We got Forbidden Door coming up this Sunday. I'm not going to go through the card because I don't have the card in front of me. But the main event is Tanahashi going up against John Moxley for the interim AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Because CM Punk is injured and you guys already know my take on interim championships. I think they're stupid. I think they're dumb. I'm not a fan of interim championships in in mixed martial arts. I'm not a fan of them in pro pro wrestling. If a champion cannot defend their belt, the belt is stripped, it's vacated, and the two, number one and number two, face each other for the title. Don't call it interim. And then when that champion that didn't get beat comes back, they're the number one contender to the World Heavyweight Championship. It's just simple booking by the boy, Drew. But I'm excited... Because I watched AEW this morning, this week's, or the Go Home Dynamite this week. And we have a four-way for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship between Okada, Hangman Page, Adam Cole, and the champion, Jay White. I am I am excited about that match. That should be the second match, second to last match on the card. And hopefully they give it time. But... I, uh, but I'm excited for um, Forbidden Door. I hope this becomes an annual thing. I hope that other promotions get behind it and maybe join AEW and have pr- promotional wars. I think wrestling should not be locked off to one particular thing. It's the same way I feel with, with pro football or anything else. I, I feel like... I've watched all 10 weeks of the USFL, not on television, but through their YouTube stream. And I, I'm, I'm grateful. And I enjoyed it. And I think this is the way professional wrestling should be. It shouldn't be a closed-off entity. The more places for guys and girls to hone their craft around the world benefits the industry. <clears throat> because you look at Hollywood, or you look at acting or anything like that, Guys and girls are not pigeonholed to their country. Just because you're popping in Australia doesn't mean you can't pop in, in in California. Just because you're popping in Chicago doesn't mean you can't pop in Toronto. I think the world needs to understand during this pandemic that we've been locked away, we've been we've been all that kind of stuff. I think it is time that we, we start collaborating. And especially with, with the world of professional wrestling. I, I love professional wrestling. And the more opportunities... And I know I'm going on a rant here. And I'm getting away from what I'm speaking about with Forbidden Door. But it kind of ties in. We are... We should... There should be something where the world is now reopening in some cases and forms. So if there's a way that we can see great wrestlers presented in a great way and in a special way fans are going to clamor to it they sold out or AEW in New Japan sold out the United Center without announcing one match CM Punk announces it's him and Tanahashi and then he gets injured and they had to scramble around to get the main event that they got but fans are excited about this you know why number one we've been locked down for two years Travel restrictions, 
vaccine mandates, etc., etc. And now there's an opportunity for for people. We're kind of more free up, as we would say, we're free up a little bit more. So that's why I'm glad we see the Okadas. I'm glad we see Jay White. I'm glad we see Zack Saber Jr. That's another match I forgot to talk about with Forbidden, Forbidden Door. See, I brought it back full circle. Zack Saber Jr. is going up against a mystery apartment because Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson. I will never get that right. Trust me, I will never get that right. Cannot, it's not medically cleared. So now you know the speculation is rampant. You know who's a free agent, who can come in and give a technical wrestling match on Sunday and on Wednesday join Blood and Guts. You know everybody's going to speculate. The number one speculation is going to be it's going to be Claudio Castagnoli, aka Cesaro. That's the number one thing coming out of Dynamite this week that that's who is going to be the guy. To answer the call against Zack Sabre Jr. That's another match I'm excited about. I don't even know who it's going to be. But man, Zack Sabre and whoever in a technical wrestling match, it's going to be fun. Alright? See, I brought it full circle. So, Forbidden Door, excited about. I'll probably come back on here and give you my thoughts, my matches, etc. Like I tried to do my best. And... To close out the show, if I could be serious for one moment. The reason why you haven't heard me do a lot of these podcasts. Number one, my job. Number No, actually, number one, yeah, it is my job. And it's not that I don't want to do it. And it's not that I don't want to speak about the world of professional wrestling or anything outside of it. It's just that sometimes I just don't feel don't feel the urge. I have other things to do, other commitments, other other things that help me help my mental health, help my sanity. Because we all been going through this this crap. And especially being a black man in this world, we've been going through it a lot. Racial tensions, we, we, we see what happened over in Buffalo with the shooting, rest, rest in peace. We saw what happened in Texas with the kids in the school. We're all over the place, folks. We are all over the fucking place. We are. The world is a janky place. So if we can find joy in little things, folks. This is how I'm going to close out the show. I'm going to get personal and go on a little correct. If we can find joy in the smallest, smallest minutia of stuff. Then we should. We really should. We should really take that time and take in whatever little morsel of happiness that is out there. Don't put your happiness in another person. Put your happiness in you. Bars. All right. Folks, that's another edition of the Grateful Yardy Podcast. You can find the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your favorite podcatcher. Until next time, the people, them. God bless and remain grateful. Peace.